Welcome back to Let's Talk About It with Sons and Daughters. I'm your host, Julie Bevere. Today is day 16 of our 40-day I Am Transformed series. Be sure to get yourself a copy of the I Am Transformed devotional. It is available wherever you get your books. Day 16. God is giving, so I am content. I'm good, thanks. Want to make some questionable financial choices? Go grocery shopping when you're hungry. The mistakes will start adding up, and so will your tab. When you're starving, everything looks delicious, so you throw everything in the cart. Sometimes two or three of everything, just in case. When you get to the checkout, the bill is more than your rent. When you stuff it all into the car, the trunk will hardly close. When you get home, the refrigerator groans audibly when it sees you. The only thing worse than shopping while hungry is shopping with kids who are hungry. They want everything they see, and they don't have the emotional intelligence to refrain from yelling when their cravings are denied. When you're hungry, your brain automatically tells your body to start hunting for food. It's a survival instinct that works great when you're at home, because all you have to do is stroll into the kitchen and browse through the refrigerator. But that instinct backfires dramatically when you're shopping for the week, and you throw a month's worth of cereal and fruit into the cart. That same survival instinct tends to kick in when we have lack in any area. When there is a need, we might find ourselves suddenly and urgently wanting to meet it however we can. That feeling can be overpowering, and it can lead us to desperation and excess. Maybe it's job security, maybe it's a health challenge, maybe it's loneliness, and maybe it's financial hardship. Whatever the need is, the tendency will be to fixate on that need until it's met. Here's the thing, though. Like hungry children in grocery stores, sometimes we need to grow in our emotional intelligence. Just because we have a need right now doesn't mean the need has to be met right now. And it definitely doesn't mean we should throw everything in the store or everything in our imaginations or desires into meeting that need. It's healthy to take a step back from the issues that are captivating our attention and make sure we are approaching them with a mature, patient attitude, not an urgent, give it to me now or I might scream attitude. One way to describe this patient attitude is being content. Contentment means you don't need anything else to be happy. To be content is to be satisfied, to be fulfilled, to be at peace emotionally, even when things are less than ideal. It's when you can look at yourself and honestly say, I'm good now. Thanks. I'm taken care of. I'm happy. I'm at peace. Paul described it this way, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. Contentment doesn't mean everything is okay. It means that you are okay. 
You can long for change and still be content. You can dream big and still be content. You can work hard and still be content. The difference is that you do these things from a place of inner peace, satisfaction, and happiness. The best way to be truly content, maybe the only way, is to know that God is taking care of you. When you keep in mind that God is always generous, always present, and always providing, you short-circuit the instinct to panic by everything in sight. You realize you don't need to overreact to your needs because God isn't going anywhere. He's there for you. He will continue to meet your needs, big and small, day in and day out, forever. That means you can relax now, even if you have needs that are not yet met. Like Paul, you can be content regardless of your circumstances. God is a giving, generous, attentive God. There is no safer place to be than in His arms of love. Also, making a shopping list in advance is helpful. Just throwing that out there. For further thought, read Psalm 145, verses 13 through 21, and Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 and 6. Whatever part stood out from that episode, I want you to sit and think about why, specifically, why that would resonate with you here, now, today, and believe that God's going to meet you there. We have the full version of the audiobook available wherever you get your audiobooks from, and it comes with a lot of different prompts to encourage you and support you on this transformative journey. The best way to do that is having the physical book coupled alongside the audiobook. If you really want to dive deep, friends, what you put into this is what you will get out of it. So please continue on this journey with us. We believe that this is transformative. We believe for transformation for you, for your life, and for the world around you. If you're new to the podcast, please subscribe. And everybody, join us tomorrow as we continue the 40-day I Am Transformed series.